Hello from Chiang Mai, Thailand. This is Stephanie Mancaros. Welcome back to my podcast. Today I'm going to talk about my experience going to these cuddle puddle events in Chiang Mai. And I'm also going to share the benefits of cuddling and physical touch. So I found out about these events uh, called Cuddle Puddle through Facebook in Chiang Mai and I was really curious about it so I clicked on the event and I saw that it was um, like a kind of workshop based event around platonic touch and uh, practicing consent and boundaries so I was really curious and I knew that this was going to be an experience that would be out of my comfort zone because I really value my personal space and the idea of being that close to strangers was pretty uncomfortable to me. Um, So there's five languages of love. You may have read that book. Um, I haven't actually read the book, but I'm aware of the languages of love. And so basically what it is is that we all give and receive love in five different ways and we tend to be predominant in one or two so the five ways that we show love and that we receive love and this is not only between partners but it's between friends and family members or anybody you interact with are um, physical touch uh, spending time words of affirmation acts of service and gifts so for me physical touch was for most of my life at the bottom of my list. And I found that the more um, healing that I've done and the more introspection and and growing that I've done, the more comfortable I've become um, showing love through touch and also receiving love through touch. And so I thought that this would be a really great event for me to um, exercise that, but also notice how I feel in those types of situations. And because it was platonic, it felt like a very safe space to do that. And it did, it turned out to be a really safe space to experience it. And so it's a platonic event based around the practice of boundaries and consent. And then there's free time for cuddling after. So the way that it works is that, um, you are paired with someone and you practice what it feels like to say yes to everything that one person is going to offer. So we're not acting on it. So this is just for the practice of saying yes and noticing what it feels like in your body. So for example, if you're paired with someone, that person will say, can I touch your hair? And then you have to say yes, but they're not gonna touch your hair. It's just a verbal practice. And then, can I hold your hands? And then you say yes. And the point of this is to notice what it feels like in your body when you say yes and you don't want to. So to notice like if your body's contracting, which is usually an indication that you're not comfortable with something or not okay with something. And so because we're not acting on it, this is a safe way to explore what it feels like to say yes um, towards something and it's about giving and receiving so the person can say can you give me a massage and then you'd say yes and then notice what that feels like in your body and then you do the same thing with no so again we're not acting on it just uh, asking and then you say no to everything and try to notice what it feels like in your body to stand up and and say no and have that boundary because so many of us have trouble 
um, saying no because we're afraid of hurting someone, we're afraid of disappointing them, letting them down, we're afraid of them feeling rejected, and um, you know, especially if we have people pleasing um, tendencies, it's it's very easy to be caught in the trap of of accepting things, you know, not only about touch, but in general, to be able to say no to someone else. And so that um, little activity is a really great um, mental exercise to practice boundaries and saying no and noticing what it feels like and seeing the other person's reaction and then noticing what it feels like for you to see their reaction. And, um, and then you're, you're in a group of three and you have to co-create an activity together. So uh, I would like us all to lie down and spoon with each other and then they have to accept or decline. And then there's negotiation and there's everyone has to express their fears and their boundaries around the activity. So for example, if I want to, me and my two partners to spoon, um, they would say yes or no, or they can negotiate. They could say, okay, can we spoon? But I want you to be in front and I want you to be in back. Um, and then we would express our fears around it. So my fear is that I'm going to feel suffocated. And my boundary is um, I don't but want anybody touching my hair, for example. And then the two other people express their fears and their boundaries. And then you co-create um, uh, a situation of, that involves touch that everybody's comfortable with because you've all expressed you know your boundaries around it your fears around it you've negotiated what you feel comfortable doing and not doing and then you co-create it and so after all that um after those activities and practice there's the time and space for free cuddling and so at that point because you've exercised you know boundaries and consent and kind of learning what it what feels good and what doesn't again it's all platonic um, and, and the room is all, you know, full of blankets and pillows and very cozy and comfortable. And, um, and then you have the opportunity to, to, to do whatever you platonically want to do. So that could mean that you're just engaging in conversation. You could also sit alone if you don't want to. Um, but you could also like lie down and cuddle. So what happens typically is there ends up being a, a really long spoon train, which means there's like one person and then another person behind them cuddling them and one person behind that person cuddling them and on and on. And it's really beautiful. Um, I've done it, I think four times now. And it's honestly such an amazing experience. I can't describe the high that you feel from the connection and there's some people that keep coming back so there's like familiar faces and then there's like people you've never seen before so you know strangers or new new energies and it's really interesting to see how you know we can create this really deep sense of connection with each other uh, in a safe environment just through touch and not through having to speak or do anything else and for it not to mean anything but just to enjoy that sense of connection with each other and it's interesting because we're people from all over the world in this circle and i know that these cuddle puddles happen kind of all over the world which is really beautiful because it's bringing people together 
And it's also showing us that no matter what culture or background we come from, you know, because touch is not necessarily like acceptable or encouraged in every in every background and culture, um, to to be able to experience that and to see how you can feel uh, love for somebody through this connection. Um, and cuddling releases three main um, neurotransmitters in the body. So oxytocin, dopamine, and serotonin. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about these now to share the effects of how powerful it is uh, on a chemical level. And you really feel it at the beginning when you arrive, you know, you feel a certain way. And at the end of the event, you leave and you're, you're, you, your whole physiology feels really different. And we all share that at the end when we sit in circle and we express what that was like for us, like everybody, there's a, a general consensus around how amazing we all feel. Um, and some people have breakthroughs. Um, and yeah, so, so cuddling releases oxytocin, which is a hormone that's created by the hypothalamus and released by the pituitary gland, which is a pea-sized structure at the base of the brain. Um, and it's also oxytocin is, is often referred to as the love hormone or, or the cuddle hormone. So you might have heard of it um, because it gets released when we bond or we experience closeness with someone. And it could be a person or an animal. And it gets released both in men and in women. And the interesting thing about oxytocin is that it strengthens previous associations, whether good or bad. So research shows that it can also intensify memories of bonding gone bad. For example, in cases where somebody had a poor relationship with their mother growing up. Um, so it would also make people less accepting of people they see as outsiders. Um, so whether oxytocin makes you feel cuddly or suspicious of others depends on the environment. That's why it's important to create an environment where you feel safe in order to engage in this way. And um, so oxytocin has so many benefits. It promotes attachment and connection. It solidifies relationships. It reduces stress and anxiety. It um, boosts sexual arousal, reduces drug cravings, improves social skills, triggers protective instincts, induces sleep, fosters generosity, relieves pain by blocking pain signals. So that's really interesting lowers blood pressure and heart rate, and it helps both men and women bond with their newborn babies. And then cuddling also releases serotonin. So serotonin is most well known for regulating sleep. That's why couples that cuddle together get sleepy at night when they, when they cuddle. Um, serotonin is also known for helping with regulating hunger, digestion, and bone health. It's also known as a natural mood stabilizer and it helps to lower blood pressure, which helps you relax. So that, you know, influences how you feel physiologically. And it's also linked to immune system improvement. And then cuddling also releases dopamine, a neurotransmitter that creates feelings of pleasure and reward, which motivates you to repeat a specific behavior. So for example, if you have a positive cuddle experience, you're more likely to repeat it. Um, and um, so all these, you know, a, a cocktail of all these hormones in the body really leave you feeling so good. 
and research suggests that it takes about six seconds when hugging before the trio gets released so oxytocin serotonin and dopamine um so that's that's good to know because sometimes you know often when we hug people it's like a really quick sometimes awkward hug and um you know if you're if you're the type of person who's comfortable hugging and the person you're hugging is comfortable hugging you know feel free to hold the hug for at least six seconds and really feel the the uh the effects of that that human connection um and touch is is the very first sense that we develop in the human embryo um at less than eight weeks after being conceived um and, and another interesting fact is that our sense of touch is the last to diminish in old age. Um, and touch reduces cortisol levels in the body, which is the hormone that makes us feel anxious and decreases our cognitive function. So I just wanted to share all the benefits of touch and cuddling um, and physical contact, and also to open all of our minds around around touch and around um, physical connection because our society does associate it with you know romantic relationships or sexual relationships and it doesn't have to be i think it's really important to be able to feel a physical connection with people and you can practice this with your friends you know um, and and just really experience that connection and to open the doors of having connection that involve um, different different means um, so if you're somebody that's used to connecting through communication it might be interesting to to see what it feels like to connect through through touch um, so if you try this out please let me know i'd love to hear how it goes and i'll see you next time